Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Take in this moment, I the soul, settle gently inside behind my eyes as I continue this journey in time I'm not the body I am not my attachments and I am not my material world around me But as I settle further within the soul, I am powerful. With the power to let go, I am able to release the negative thoughts and memories that I find myself still holding on to. I recognize that the past is the past and to bring any of it into the present is to limit my fortune for the future. Instead, I, the soul, remain positive light and true. I'm free from burdens or worries, trusting that with the power to let go, new experiences and beautiful experiences are attracted to me. I am greatly fortunate. Well, are universal. Our dreaming doesn't separate heaven from earth as we are connected to the universe from the ground, our mother, to the trees, to the animals, to the sky, to the stars, to the sun and the moon. I can hear them calling as they ride through me their song and I can feel their spirit as they sing in me back home to travel the 
with connection to our ancestors through our blood. Our hearts beat the same whether or not we are conscious of it. Our ancestor spirit carries it and is connected to our spirits just as every generation before. Our blood and our spirit is our key, not the colour of our skin. One by one we'll take it, take it to the top. A message from our dream, till we get there we won't stop. Won't you sing with me, my sister? Yes, sing with me, my friend. Sing with me, my brother. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was stand-up for, wow, everything, everything. We're at such a powerful time right now, and we are definitely feeling the urge, the call, the, the drive, the push, the push to stand up for that which is good. That was really produced by our good friend Ben Bowler from the Unity.Earth movement, and they're doing also a lot of good. Uh, in 2020, they'll be having a caravan around the country where they're going to basically be inviting folks to unite around the planet. And today gives me great pleasure to welcome back a very dear friend and also a return guest, Senior Minister Reverend Sylvia E. Sumter. She's currently the head of the Unity in Washington, D.C., and prior to her tenure in Washington, D.C., she served as the Chairperson of Communication Studies and Skills Department for 
the Unity School of Religious Studies in Unity Village in Missouri. As a member of the faculty, she taught in the Ministerial Education Program and in Continuing Education Program as well. She's a natural gifted teacher who spent the early part of her career as a professional counselor in institutes of higher learning, and she has also served as a director of higher education opportunity program at Onondagada, I know I did that awful community school in Syracuse, New York. But prior to that, she has done so much work. She's she's a great teacher and one of the most notable characters um, in her dynamic and energetic speaking, speaking style is that she has this unassuming manner about her that when those words come out of her, it really touches your heart. She's a native of Brooklyn, New York, and she enjoys the game of golf and traveling. Welcome, Reverend Sumter, to the air. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much, uh, Sister Jenna. I'm just delighted to be here, and I also greet all of your listeners and um, all the great work. I honor the great work that you are doing as well. So thank you thank for you having so me. Thank you so much. Well, we're looking forward to your upcoming event. With um, You put a lot of energy in this, and this came as a thought uh, I remembered you telling us way before. I think last year you did another event, Stand Up for Humanity. I'd love for our listeners to know more about what is Stand Up for Humanity and how did it all get started. Thank you. First of all, I love the song uh, by Ben Bowler's group. I think I'll have to play that at our event. Uh, <laughs> I and I think, think it's, so too. it's ironic, you know. Yeah, everyone is. Everyone around the planet feels some kind of, as you just said, some kind of pull to come together, to recognize that we really are one people on one planet. And, um, and so I think it's an exciting time. And in my meditations and uh, quiet time feeling, what is it that is needed? What can I do? And this divine idea came that we all can just stand up for one another, that there's a need for us to recognize that, you know, we're not alone, that we're not disconnected. In fact, we are woven together by our shared humanity. And um, mm-hmm. I just think if we could focus on that, that that which brings us and ties us together is what will enable us to survive and to thrive together. Now, I love talking with you because as much as what you have shared, I believe in it wholeheartedly. What are your thoughts, Reverend Sumter, about why is it that some of us don't feel that we're all tied together? For example, in Washington, D.C., the president has been really attacking one of the elected officials, Reverend Ihan Omar. And he's basically created a narrative that if you don't agree with him, and worse, if you come from a different cultural background or a different color, uh, you don't belong here. Something in the framing of the soul and the individuals that support the soul's messaging, they don't seem to believe that we belong together. Can you share why you think that's happening? I think that when, first of all, I think it's all fear-based. And whenever a soul, an individual, or a collective community feels a sense of not belonging and that they may in fact be overridden by other people who do not look like them or do, who do not express like them, it engenders a base amount of fear. And whenever we are faced with fear, our instinct is to try to protect ourselves. And so when we perceive that we are going to receive less or be less or be threatened in any way, 
then the instinct is to come out with fighting and resistance and attacking and defending oneself. And that's because I think so many people live from the outside in. We look at the outer world, and when you look outside and begin to judge the world by what you see and what you feel, then uh, the chances are we're going to be filled with error and um, limitation. But when we live from within out, it, it helps us to recognize there is, you know, the goodness of life that we all partake in. So what I see is fear happening. I think that people are recognizing there is a change that is afoot, whether it is spiritual change or social change, because the world is changing. And the dynamics of the world are changing. And any time we see change, again, if we don't understand it, we have fear. So I think that if we could somehow, uh, and any time you, 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 you play to someone's fear instincts, then and that they're threatened, well, then they're going, there's going to be a great reaction. So, um, but this is why Stand Up for Humanity is so important, because I also believe that there are many people who see that this is what is occurring, and they are waking up. So instead of moving further into a fear consciousness, they are waking up and recognizing, wait a minute, we can do this thing called life from a higher perspective connecting one another. So they're waking up and others are in fear. And right. I think the more, more people are waking up than those who are in fear. Mm. So what's your expectation for Stand Up for Humanity that's going to be held on the Lincoln Memorial Steps, my favorite place to be, apart from MLK, of course. August yes. 10th, I believe it's going to be at 6 p.m. until 9 p.m.? Yes, yes, yes. You know, Center for Humanity is a movement. It's not just we're trying to create a movement of energy, a movement of consciousness where people are coming together to show support for one another. Because as I said before, this is a new revelation that's happening is that we are a we. It's no longer a me, but it's a we. And so how can we support each other? How can we validate each other? So on August 10th, we're gathering people from various walks of life, and positions, and coming together, people of good conscience, people who want to make a difference. And the tagline is, one person can make a difference. I want people to understand Mm -hmm. that they're here. Every soul has a contribution to make, and it's all valid. It's all worthy. And so to enable, yeah, so people don't have to move into despair or depression over what they think is happening, add your light, add your So yes. what is it that you contribute? So I think if people have a direction or the call to an action, a simple action, it will really help to alleviate any kind of fear or, or dismay at the state of the world. Because we are the world. We can change the state. <laughs> Right. So, uh, well, as the Hopi yeah, Indians that's... say, you know, the Hopi Indians always say that we are the ones that we've been waiting for. And I think yeah. that's what's happening. I'm just, my only concern, Reverend Sylvia, is that we really need to strengthen up internally as well, because there yeah. are certain yeah. groups of us, our brothers and sisters too, who have strengthened up in that lower vibration, what I call algae, anger, lust, greed, attachment. They are like masters at it. I'm not a master at algae, 
And so <laughs> in order for me to really um, stand up and really shine that light, my love, peace, and purity has to be at an all-time high, too. And I think that's what the call of humanity is actually upon us. We are being told we either shine so bright that we can brighten the light of our brothers and sisters, or we just succumb to where that is and just deal with it and be quiet. But it is a very powerful time. And who are some of the people that you're planning to have uh, to share and to give a message? Yes, uh, we're going to have Reverend Kevin Ross. From Sacramento. Sacramento. I love him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's doing such good work with social justice and really standing up for people and really helping. You know, he's just a fabulous speaker. He will be there to inspire us and to encourage us. We have uh, Ambassador Hailey uh, coming, and he is with the uh, United Religions Initiative. And I love him because his movement is about the golden rule, and he states that every religion uh, has some facsimile of a golden rule, and that if we simply practice that, just do unto others what you want them to do to you, that that practice, which I love, the idea is so simple, but it could transform the world. So if I want love from you, I must give you love. You know, if if I want generosity from you, I must give you generosity. So um, he'll be there. We have also we on the docket is uh, Marianne Williamson, um, you know, she's in the middle of a campaign uh, run, and so we're hoping she will be able to, to take time out of her campaign efforts to be with us because she also brings a spiritual component, not just to um, life, but she's, and I agree with this, that, that spirituality should be infused in every aspect of life, even our political life. So right. it would be uh, interesting to hear from her. We're going to have uh, Paul Luftenegger, very fabulous and powerful international singer. He he does conscious music, which I think yes. is fabulous because we need to see, talk, feel, you know, a higher vibration in everything. So he'll be sure. there. My choir will be there. My choir is a powerful choir. I've got some individuals singing, you know, Imagine, Stevie's Love's in Need of Love. Um, it'll just be a fabulous thing. And we also have someone from your wonderful tradition. And we have Brother... Uh, Brother Mithunjaya coming in from the Brahma Kumaris from India. Yeah. I thought yes. that was a great yes. addition, Reverend Samcha, that you were adding the whole energy of Bharat of India into the conversation of standing up because who stood up better than Gandhi and all of these freedom fighters of the East? Yes, yes. Mm. And in a non-violent, passionate way. That, exactly. You know, I love that because it wasn't war. But Gandhi did it through nonviolent actions, actions of the heart. Yes, yes. Well, hopefully we'll be able to have that in the United States of America, too, because we definitely do need a freedom fighter that can definitely emote love and have uh, just our hearts get shifted. Um, This just seems to be so much noise and silence and, and peace seems to be so far away from the human narrative. Um, as we come to a close, you have to give us the information that we need to tap into, how we can sign up, how can we volunteer our time, whatever it is that you need us to know. Tell us now. Thanks. Yes, you can go to unityofwashingtondc.org backslash stand up. 
and you'll find a host of information. You can also make a pledge and your commitment to share with us how you plan to stand up for humanity. We also invite you to let's make this go viral. I'd love to have a million people on the mall. So send it out, tweet it out, you know, put it on Facebook, ask your friends to attend, ask your friends to, to send out the information. So the more that we come together, then the greater force field we will create for transformation from the collective. Beautiful. Reverend Sylvia Sumter, thank you so much. See you on August 10th at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. All right. Thank you, sister. Take care. A shift in consciousness is needed in our country, and it's needed now. We can't afford for one more mass shooting, nor can we depend on anyone else. We can do our part, and we can begin by coming together in Washington, D.C. on July 24th with a live streaming from Denver, Colorado. You see, past research has shown that when a small percentage of people meditate, it does create an impact. There will be a special meditation by Sri Ravi Shankar and other teachers, including our very own Meditation Museum, which will be offering a meditation. America Meditating Radio is proud to be a supporter. And for more information, go to the events page on America Meditating. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad that you've been tuning in. There's a lot of good happening in the nation's capital. There is a lot of good happening in the nation's capital. And I know that if we get caught up in all the noise and the distraction, we can become hopeless. There's some mornings that I do, unfortunately, look at my Twitter handle and wonder, oh, God, please help us. Where are you? (laughs) And I know that that energy won't emote in us until we become silent and we become more reflective as people. And we really begin to shift the narrative that we are finding ourselves in currently. Come on, you and I both know this doesn't feel right. None of this feels right. None of this feels right. And in a weird way, it is right. You know, they say wrong is right and right is also right. So in other words, even when something doesn't go, it's not pleasing the spirit of the soul, something right that comes out of it is that some maybe we start to wake up. Maybe we start to help each other more. Maybe we get closer to God. Maybe we seek amends. Or maybe we just burn ourselves up with the hate and the anger, which can't last forever. I wanted to introduce our next guest on air because, as I mentioned, there's so much good going on in Washington, D.C. And on July 24th, America Meditates is planning to offer a big gathering of folks to come together and really learn about collective resonance and how we can perhaps participate in helping to reduce the mental stress that we're under. Sharisha Ganti from the Art of Living Foundation is the sort of a light behind moving this, and we're looking forward to also seeing how we can help their stories forward. But let me tell you, on July 23rd and 24th in Denver, Colorado, there's a National Summit for Mental Health and Mental Fitness. It's practical solutions for creating a culture of peace. The International Association for Human Values, along with the Art of Living, are, are, are the visionaries of this idea. And the nation's state of mental health is really challenged. Did you know that one in five American adults and children aged between 13 to 18 live with a mental condition? And at least 20 veterans will die today by suicide. That's big numbers. 
And so they've come together uh, to really create a gathering and a resonance of participants all around the country, but also in Washington, D.C., to see how we can come together and, med- and meditate and find more peace and harmony. So it gives me great pleasure to welcome Sarisha Ganti from The Art of Living. Hi, Sarisha. Hi, sister. How are you? Good, good. Glad that you could make it. I know it was last minute. I want us to talk about America Meditates that's coming up on July 24th in Washington, D.C. Give us an idea of what we can look forward to. Yes. Uh, so on July 24th in the evening from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, in the D.C. area, um, I have, we have a venue uh, in the D.C. downtown area. There, uh, a large group of people are coming together to uh, to participate in a large-scale group meditation effort. And this uh, this meditation um, will happen in uh, tandem with the meditation event that is happening in Denver. And the guided meditation is going to be led by uh, global humanitarian Sri Sri Ravi Shankar uh, towards the end of the program. Wonderful. Now, each one of us need to be a part of something phenomenal right now. Um, And I think that we are being called to step up, participate. I just got off of um, a conversation with Reverend Sumter that's hosting Stand Up for Humanity on August 10th. And I'm hoping that everyone who comes out to America Meditates on July 24th will begin to also direct the continuation of that vibration to that event. So each one of us have to stand up, right, Sarisha? So tell us, how did the America Meditates idea come up, and what's your expectation of July 24th? Yeah, so, you know, we all know that uh, when whenever we are in a peaceful state of mind, our decisions are better. We are, overall, we are better human beings. We are more happy, joyous, and uh, we are just more pleasure to be around uh, as opposed to somebody who is so stressed and, you know, not uh, not participating fully in the life, uh, in the so-called game of life. So the idea of America Meditates kind of emerged out of this mindset and also uh, one of the original uh, uh, people who came up with this idea had a little bit of a difficult experience with the violence in this country, and she really wanted to make a difference, and that's how the idea came up. And there is a tremendous amount of research also that shows that whenever a large group of people, even at least it could be a large group or a small percentage of the total population, whenever they come together and meditate, that kind of has tremendous impact on the surroundings in the sense that it reduces violence to begin with. So, you know, overall it is a such a noble cause and such a good response to the state of uh, society that we are in currently. And Beautiful. until and unless each one of us come together and, you know, have those uh, skills of uh, how to meditate, how to be in a calmer and peaceful state of mind, uh, the the population as a whole uh, will probably have tougher time coming together. So it's starts at an individual level. All of us need to meditate. And then, of course, group meditation events like July 24th, that's a tremendous opportunity for everybody to come together over there. It's a free event, and, you know, it's just conveniently located in the D.C. downtown area. Just coming there and sitting together through the guided meditation, experiencing that peace. And also, you know, it is, in, a, in a way it is making a larger statement that, hey, we all are prioritizing the mental health and mental fitness, and this is a direction that, uh, that is highly, highly desirable and relevant to mm. So what can we expect when we come out there on July 24th in D.C.? That's going to be from 8 until 10, you said? 
Yes, it's going to be from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, we, we do have a couple of uh, speakers uh, as of now who are, who are going to share a little bit about uh, you know, their experience and then also uh, proclaim support for a group meditation event such as this one. And then we do have fun activities planned as part of that. Uh, we, we have a little bit of cultural performances, and um, there will be a little bit of breathing as well as part of the uh, program, breathing exercises. And then towards the end of it, we will have... Yeah, towards the end of it, we will have the guided meditation by Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, and uh, and overall, it's it's a great event, you know, to come together, meet people who are uh, also inclined towards having this, uh, you know, uh, the the mindset of uh, having uh, an a tool personally to uh, improve on a mental level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I know that when it comes to organizing big programs like this, it takes a lot from you, Sarisha, and I know that you are valuing every second of your life right now as you move into the final countdown (laughs) for the big day. And we want to thank you for coming on air. Leave us with a website where our listeners can find out more information if they'd like to register. And if you have any other closing remarks, we would love to hear them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the website, uh, you know, there's a shorter URL for that to uh, respond or RSVP for the DC event. It is tinyurl.com forward slash America Meditates DC. And that will take you to the page where you can just click one one button and then, you know, your RSVP is taken. Uh, the closing remarks, I, I just want to invite everybody to come be part of this history. It's almost a moment uh, in the history where such a large group of people, not just in D.C., but across the nation are going to come together and meditate live. And it is a tremendous opportunity to, you know, catch on to that energy and take advantage of it, for lack of better words. Well, you know, I just love the, I just love your um, basic word, America meditates when, you know, we're America meditating. So it's just like we both are a family in this and together we can really grow it and make it um, something needed, something really needed for this time. Because if we don't show up in a deeper way, I don't know what the future will hold. So thank you so much for joining us and looking forward to participating with Sri Sri Ravi Shankar next week in Denver, Colorado, and being with a whole bunch of friends that I haven't seen in a long time. All the best for next week in Washington, D.C. I know the Meditation Museum will be out there, too, and I know they're going to bring their big army to support you and to make this a really special occasion. So all the very best to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Take good care. All right, so that is America Meditates on July 24th on the um, somewhere in downtown D.C. Just go to their website for more information, and I hope that you've enjoyed our conversation on the fact that there's a lot of good going on. There's a lot of good in the world, and we just have to show up for that. We can't sit back and be complacent. That's when we show up and bring the best of ourselves. But can I also share with everyone that when we do, um, please hold moments of peace, Bring the energy of God's stillness with you. doesn't matter how much you're having fun. Every so often, bring that moment of stillness into the space so that the space can feel God's presence. And God's presence can touch the minds of maybe a brother or a sister who is not very much at peace with themselves. This is my plea and my request to you. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same. So let's do that, because if we don't love each other the same, then what are we going to do? Hmm? All right, so I'm going to end today's show with E Pluribus Unum from my Inclusion Revolution Together with Love. Take care, everyone. 
e pluribus unum is not meant to suggest that power should be consolidated into a single individual, but rather that power is innately possessed by every individual, which makes up a single collective. In this meditation, I gently allow my thoughts to become aware that each and every thought is a part of a collective community inside myself. When I choose to nurture thoughts of peace and abundance, I generate safety around me and for others to experience. I'm a part of a collective and what I think, feel, and do creates a community inside myself and outside of myself. I, the living soul, I'm a citizen, and through my life, I amplify unity, values, love, and togetherness. I use these pure thoughts to govern my life and to share pure feelings with everyone around me. I am not here to be ruled by any way thoughts or by anyone. Rather, I'm here to rule my life with virtues and respect. I am one out of many, and together, I, you, us, Make up a world of kindness and abundance. Let me sit in this pure meaning of E Pluribus Unum. I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or in iTunes 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in and do be easy on yourself. Take care.